we've been kind of spoiled this week, you know. How? There's been a lot going on in the world of film, like the Oscar nominations, and we're getting Justice League on Thursday, the Snyder Cut. Oh, I thought you meant spoiled as in, like, we're going to be being told something we shouldn't have been told, like spoilers. Oh, no, nah, man. We've, we've been spoiled Oh, we're getting, like, like, pampered and spoiled. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm happy to be spoiled. I think everyone's happy to be spoiled, man. We're good. It's needed, man. What's it? Oscar nominations. Did you see the supporting actor field? Um, it's the most diverse I've ever seen it. Have you seen a lot of these films, by the way? Because I've seen, I've seen a few. I think I've seen, I've seen Judas and the Black Messiah. That was a really, really good film. I thought. Uh, I've got to tell you, I, I've kind of oh, sworn yeah. off these kind of films where it's about black struggle or. Because I've seen more than enough of them, yeah. and it's traumatizing stuff. I won't even lie to you, man. It's traumatizing stuff. I've oh, yeah. seen the last one I watched was Twelve Years a Slave. Did oh, you see that one? Yeah, that would be that would be one to stop on. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah. that Lupita whipping scene. After that, I was like, yeah, it's enough. Yeah, I can't do this anymore. It, it's enough. Yeah, sometimes it is too much, and. A lot of people hate that Django one, you know, because that was the one I actually liked, though. But it was, it was yeah, like... I enjoyed it. Just you know, for the unrealistic nature of it, yeah, that's what people hated. But I, I enjoyed it. Plus, you know, it's Tarantino. It's Tarantino. I love Tarantino. Exactly. You know, by default. But yeah, I, I can't do those struggle films anymore, man. You won't make me. I'm not gonna you won't make, make me. I ain't make you, but you know, Oscar season and all that. Maybe you should make an exception. So. Yeah, I've seen. I really want to watch it for Daniel Kaluuya's performance and Lakeith Stanfield as well, because yeah, those, those two, two are just killing, killing it, killing it, killing it, killing it. I can't wait for Atlanta season four. No, no, season three, Ooh. season three, because I love his character in that uh, Lakeith Stanfield man. Like his character in that Darius man. That I really need to that. watch that that show. I've heard so many good things about it. It's really good. It's like it's. I saw a comment on a video I was watching um, about the show Atlanta. It's basically it's described as live action Boondocks. Like the, every episode is just its own separate kind of like situation, but you know the cast as well. So for real, yeah, that's what I'm telling you, man. You need to watch it, man. I feel you. You appreciate. Yo, it. I've been missing out. Okay, I hear you. I hear you. Got Childish Gambino, we got Lakeith Stanfield, and you got who else? Um, a cast of Black Excellence. There you go. Summarize it. Done. Let's see. Oh, Zazzy Beast, man. Oh, you got Zazzy Beast. Zazzy Beast. from Deadpool 2, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, that's, I'm going to check that show out then. What have I, where, have I been, where have I been? What's What's this? You didn't tell me. You've never talked to me about Atlanta, actually. You know what? He's saying this now, but if I get my WhatsApp right now, I can all prove right, it wrong. All right, so I we, we can go down this route. <laughs> it's not a good route for you, man. You're out here playing checkers. I'm playing chess. <laughs> Don't come at me. <laughs> What's that line that uh, Granddad Freeman said in the Boondocks? I'll tell your ass on the MIC if you keep messing with me. No, that wasn't it. It, was, it went like, I'll burn your ass on the MIC if you keep messing with me. <laughs> Oh man, R.I.P. John Witherspoon. Alright, classic, classic. But yeah, as I said, we've been spoiled this week. We've got obviously the Oscar nominations. We got the Justice League, the Snyder Cut yeah, coming through. Snyder Cut. Looking forward to that. I've seen a lot of clips. I've seen so many trailers for this, but yeah, it's mad. Because it's four hours, you can hardly spoil it exactly. with the trailers, can you? And we've seen the film already. Well, we've seen 
a form of it, which most people do not like to speak of. Mm-hmm. Do you know I paid £15 to go see that? Do you know that? Okay. What you, what did you call it the other day that had me cracking up? Um, the Justice League. The Justice League. <laughs> justice yeah. at what? Just Whedon? Yeah, Just Whedon. Yeah. Oh, um, bro, I have to give this film another chance because I love the Justice League. Give what, hang on, hang on a minute. Which film another chance that the just sweden cut oh god no that's that's condemned to hell i'm not going back to that oh film. well you no. really gave me a heart attack there oh god no <laughs> no there's no redemption for, uh, for some things there are some things that i cannot take back because i i i love justice league i watched justice league unlimited and all the other stuff growing up when i was a kid batman the animated series superman the animated series and you Absolutely. get to see live action justice league and you watch it what tell me why i'm falling i fell asleep during this film Tell me why Listen, I, I, I fell asleep, but I, I just did not care that I fell asleep because the film was that bad. No. Mate, one day, one day we'll, when we can be bored, I know you don't really want to talk about it, but if you're just feeling it, we'll just roast this film because it, need, it needs to be roasted. It just needs to happen. But I hear you. I don't, I don't even count it as giving it a second chance because this is going to feel like a completely new film. Mm. Sure, we'll see a few scenes we recognise, but... The color grading will be different and whatnot. Apparently, we didn't make the film a lot brighter, but um, Snyder he's going to return it to its original color grading. Just yes. that's just an example of how that's just it's going to feel like a completely new film. Yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff about it. Um, I'm interested to see how they're going to balance everything, and I'm interested to see what they're going to do with Cyborg as well, because people have mentioned in reviews that um, he's been a standout kind of like character. Um, in terms of the story, yeah, man. So I'm, I'm interested. I'm, I never got any of these this kind of talk with um, when Justice League came out. When it, people when it came out, people were just saying it's rubbish. No one's talking about these little moments that stood out to them. It was just the overall thing was just generally bad. So nah, you can't blame them though. Look at the version we got. I know. That's all you got to remember. That's all people have got to go off. Oh, so is that moment with. You see Superman's upper lip and it's just really, really bad. Oh. You won't let me live. You won't let me die. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> Tell me. Oh, do geez. you bleed? His <laughs> <laughs> upper lip, man. Uh. And then what else you got this week? You got Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, the trailers have been looking really good for that as well. Yo, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing those two, like, like the kind their chemistry together, like you know, their their comedy chemistry. Whatever it is. Did you see? You know what? One thing that's really impressed me, and it's not even just in the trailers for this, but since Civil War, is the way they're allowing Falcon to use uh, the the exo wings, because that was the first time I saw them being used to block bullets or to shield him from explosions and just look, i'm just looking forward to the different ways they're going to allow him to use the wings yeah that's I, I saw it we saw a lot in the trailers yeah we did we did we did i i'm interested to see that as well i like seeing him train i saw in the trailer like you see him training with the shield as well like cap shield. yeah and he looked like he he moved like he was superhuman like i've seen him move before with the shield with the wings and everything and but I've never seen a move kind of like Cap before. In this one, I kind of saw a bit of it. I was like, ooh. ooh yeah. you be doing It looked like a struggle to me, man. I won't lie. <laughs> it looked like a struggle to me because that shield is powerful. You have to be a supercharged being to use it properly. And to be honest, I'm quite surprised they didn't go down the route of letting Bucky use it more. Mm. But we'll see. 
I hope I do hope they show that Bucky actually has super strength because a few scenes in the trailer I was like, yeah, this guy's struggling a lot. He basically has the same strength <clears> as Cap, <throat> right? Does he? I thought he just had the the the, the arm and was more durable. Nah, because nah, cause he has the, he has the arm and he is more durable as a result of similar super soldier injections that he was having in Captain America: The First Avenger. So you're saying he's as strong as Cap? I mean, he held his own in the Winter Soldier, right? You remember? Yeah, but I think he's not as strong no, as Cap. Oh, toe-to-toe. Okay, we ever see him, like, move, like, a car or something in, like, one of the films in, like, say, the Winter Soldier, like, with his arm? Did he ever do that? I haven't, but I feel like he could. No? Uh, I need to see. Oh, yeah, do you remember when he ripped the steering wheel out of the car? Yeah. In one go, I mean, come on, that's super strength right there, so... Yeah, I can't see Hawkeye doing that. Okay, cool. There you go. <laughs> well, speaking of MCU shows, we're here to talk about one that I'm sure most people have watched by now. Most people who are fans of the MCU, and I guess new fans alike, have watched recently, which is WandaVision. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Bam, 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 bam. Everyone. Bit, I don't know. What, what did you think? What did you think of the whole episode by episode thing rather than the classic drop? Every episode at once, uh, kind of thing before, that all these streaming platforms used to do. Just before we start, spoilers, complete spoilers. We're going to be just talking about everything, everything, yep. everything, everything. Spoiling um, it up and down. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't think we should go episode by episode. I think we're just going to talk about. Everything. Oh no! Is it? We're doing this as an experience. How thing. was our experience like watching it? Like, yeah, man. And what do we think? Um, episode by episode was long. But what do you man. think about the difference between them dropping them dropping it episode by episode versus? Would you have preferred? To see it all at once, or did you quite like the week week on week suspense and waiting for new episodes? I didn't like the suspense. I preferred, I liked the fact that I had something to look forward to at the end of each week. That was finally Marvel. I didn't like the suspense because in the earlier episodes, the suspense wasn't really there for me as much because it was kind of slow. At the time, cool. I did think that was an issue, but then it it worked out because in the overall thing. It's paced pretty well, I think, if you're watching in one go. like. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I think the episode by episode was, it was a good experience. You could easily binge it, though, now, if you haven't. I feel like the episode by episode experience was good because, and this is one of my main praises for the whole, se- the whole series, is that there was very little, there were very little filler episodes. Like every episode progressed the story. Mm-hmm. You didn't get random episodes where it felt like, all right, we're we're trying to stretch this out, so let's just let's just have someone, you know, doing their garden for five minutes for no reason, you know. Yeah, every every episode progressed the story, and I really enjoyed all the little, that aspect of it. All little cookies here and there, like for like fans to pick up on. Yeah, or cookies. But I felt like it was a risk, though. It was a risk from the at the start where you sort of didn't know exactly what's going on. It was so different to anything we'd ever seen in the MCU. Mm-hmm. That's one thing you notice immediately. Like if you've seen everything from Iron Man through to this, we've never seen something like this before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a risk for them to test everyone's patience because that's something people don't have these days, man. <laughs> that's that's really just something true. people don't have these days. So it paid off. And I guess you could afford to do it because they've got the backing of the MCU. We know the MCU is 30 by now. Yeah, exactly. So they could afford to, you know, 
drag us along a bit and do this type of show, but I, I think it worked in the end. I think it worked in the end. Yeah, I think it was a good it was a good strategy considering how everything went um, down with the whole world going into lockdown. But um, I <laughs> I have issue with Marvel. It's not even an issue. It's just like I was one of the many people who were theorizing about what certain things meant. I was wrong about. Oh, you're one of those theory merchants. No, I was in. It was fu- okay. Imagine this. We've had nothing to speculate on for months. Marvel fans, you know who you are. We're interested now. We've got something we're finally watching. You and me, we never really talked about theories, did we? Or we haven't. Talk- we didn't really talk about theories, did we? Me and you. Nah, nah. Okay, I was talking about like at least a few people, and it was just fun to have that buzz back because it was like before when it was. It reminded me of like the buzz of Endgame and the buzz of um. Actually, no, it was mostly the buzz of Endgame. It was, like, theorizing what's going to go down for, like, the first time in, like, ages. So, yeah, I was one of the many, many people theorizing. I got two... I had two theories they were both wrong, but the one thing that I can never really... Like, it reminds me of um that Spider-Man... Um, Spider-Man Homecoming post credit scene, you know, when everyone was waiting to the end of the film in that film... End of the credits in that film. And... Yep. It was the it was the it was the Captain America post credit scene where he just said so. You wait all this time for something, huh? And you didn't oh, get it. They took the yeah. They took they the took piss. the piss with yeah, that. Yeah, they did it again. They did it again. They did it again with Quicksilver. <laughs> <laughs> they did it again with Quicksilver because they just reduced him to like a a, a bono joke. It was like what? Everyone was theorizing this is oh, the, yeah. this is the the beginning of the entrance of the Fox um series X Men. Okay, I guess. That's that's one thing you didn't like then, because man, <laughs> look, right, go on. What talk about the things you didn't like? Because I'm going to assume you liked more things about it um, than you didn't. Actually, or were you quite mixed? I was. I don't know. You know. I wasn't. I, I still. I don't know. You know. <laughs> Me, I definitely liked a lot more. Yeah, I definitely of it than I didn't. I liked a lot more. But what you just mentioned is an example of what something I didn't like was. I don't really get what they're doing there with introducing the character. The actor he plays Quicksilver, Evan Peters, he plays Quicksilver yeah. in the Fox X-Men universe. And I don't really know why they did that, to be honest. It's like, what's the point? If you're not going to... It didn't mean anything in the end. No, no, I I have faith that they're going to be able to do it well. It's just, they got me. They, they just got me on a bit of... It was the biggest tease. One of the biggest teases. Because when I first It was saw... Mandarin Iron Man 3 level. Uh, that's, that's the kind of teasing. It was worse than that because I... I wasn't expecting <laughs> because in Iron Man three they at least announced that the Mandarin would be showing up. No one announced Quicksilver was going to show up. He just showed up on the door, and the whole world was as shook as Wanda was. Like, what does this mean? That's why it's, it hurts even hurt more. <laughs> you know what? I found out that Elizabeth Olsen, yeah, herself thought that was going to be the crossover when Evan Peters showed up. Yeah, she thought that was going to be the crossover for the X Men universe, but. I also remembered that Kevin Feige, he's like the pretty much the MCU godfather. He he calls the shots. Mm-hmm. He said it's going to be at least five years until they they properly integrate the X Men into the MCU. So I don't know, man. I was conflicted. I was like, man, this guy said it's five years until we see the X Men properly. Oh wait, Quicksilver, Quicksilver. Okay, what's going on? Yeah, I wasn't ever fully convinced. I knew something weird was going on but I didn't think it was going to be that pointless 
that was, that was disappointing. I won't lie. Mm. It, was, it was disappointing. Yeah, but again, I still have faith they'll be able to do something with um. But for me, I don't know. That was minor because I I enjoyed. Oh, I didn't. That a wasn't lot like of a the big other things. Negative criticism I have about the show. I know it was just it was just, it was just uh, it's sticking just a... out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Marvel! Man. I love doing. I love this game we play, Marvel. Where where you make me theorize and then you show me a film, and then it turns out to be something different. Sometimes I get I it right you, though. Sometimes I get it right. I called Iron Man. I'm just saying. I called Iron Man. Well, you called the Iron Man Mandarin fake out. Oh no! I I called that Iron Man wouldn't make it past Endgame. Yeah, yeah. Well, because he was being paid too much, wasn't he, Robert Downey Jr.? Well, was that why? Oh, <laughs> well, he had a he had a massive contract, man. A massive contract compared to the others that they signed on Iron Man One because at the time they weren't too sure the whole thing was gonna bang like it did. And well, it did, and you know, better being better. Long boom. story short, he's gone now. <laughs> but I, I don't know. In terms of things I didn't like, that was one. The final, the finale was hit and miss. Really? I thought it was lit. Yeah, I don't know. It was a bit. A lot of things happened too quickly. For example, Hayward when he turned, he just turned super evil really quickly. Bro, he unloaded that kid. Shooting unloaded a whole clip on kids. Are you mad? That was just like the show was like, all right, we need to make sure this guy's evil. So let's really nail it home that this guy's evil. Just have him shoot at kids. F it. Just do it. Do it. So <laughs> I just kind of found that a bit meh. And to be honest, I found out that the fine. First of all, it was meant to be 10 episodes, this series of WandaVision. Oh, really? But because of COVID and other issues, it was cut down to nine episodes. Mm. So I can kind of see why, because there's a contrast, isn't it, to how the series started. There was a nice build-up and it was all really well-structured. And then episode nine seemed really rushed. And you can tell, you know, how COVID affected it as it seeped in. So mm. I guess that's that's the reason for that. But... Yeah, it did seem quite rushed, that, that final episode. A lot of unanswered questions, especially since they're not looking to do a season two. I don't think... I don't see how that would really work as well. I think it should just be a self-solo thing. Like, a one-off. Well, that's the thing. In in the MCU, even if you have one season, it's still ongoing, isn't it? Because everything is just intertwined. Exactly, yeah. Um, What did you think of uh, Elizabeth Olsen? Ah, I can't even talk. Let me do that again. What did you think of um, Elizabeth Olsen's um, performance as Wanda? She was incredible. Yeah, Elizabeth Olsen was incredible. I feel like she brought something different to this. Like I could tell. She That's the best I've ever seen her her act in the MCU. Yeah, I think because it was kind of like a different kind of like vibe altogether. So there was more range for her to do more stuff. Mm. Like it was different because of a different like time periods and different settings of like the sitcoms. A lot of like practical effects went into it as well with like wires so it's just yeah it's definitely ways that she showed that she has like the ability to like oh she has range she got that range man. yeah like and especially oh the scenes that she really had to act like like heartbroken about vision and like um like that scene when she was in the in the military, not military, the shielder facility, or was a sword facility, and she saw oh, Vision. Yeah. That whole bit was so tense. I actually felt bad for Wonder. Like as soon as she saw Vision, I was like, "Damn, she's actually." I can't feel you. I can't feel you. Ah, oh, I had a theory as well. Um, I had a theory, but I'm gonna. You, you were a theory merchant. I got you. 
Listen, my theories made sense at the time, okay? I stand by them even though they were completely 100% wrong. <laughs> Except one that's still out there and I'm gonna die on my hill until I'm right. Mm, we'll see, we'll see. We'll see. Um, what did you think of the whole Vision storyline? I like the first half of it. The whole... I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you I hated the white vision thing. <laughs> I hated the white vision thing for a few reasons. So you're telling me it took two weeks to get him fully up and running, and I say that because before they got the magic off that missile they sent to Wanda, so that's pretty much what they used to power him up, right? That was the finishing piece. Yeah, you remember that scene? Yeah. It took two weeks for them to decipher whatever magic that was. And transfer it into the white vision body. Chaos magic. Really? Chaos. Ah, come on, man. Yeah. You're just making excuses for it. Yeah. I didn't like the whole white vision thing at all. I did like. I didn't. I didn't feel like it was needed at all. Was it? Am I? Am I going crazy here? It wasn't needed. I mean, what, what why did you need the white vision thing? He didn't do anything. Yeah, he. Might. He just turned up. <laughs> he had a bit of a fight with Vision, and they had a kind of. You know, remember at the end of Age of Ultron, they had the, a kind of. Um, Ultron vision kind of speech where they yeah tried the discussion to, uh, of like uh, the, the ship of uh, uh something that starts with a thesis yeah like if you take but then out this the, one was different it's like I require elaboration and then the, that's how the fight ended yeah and then I he like just went whole, off somewhere I love that whole that whole discussion like if you take out all the original parts of something is it still the same thing or is it a new thing I love that that was good that was really yeah, deep but I just don't think white vision was meant to be in there well, well was needed. Well, it didn't serve any purpose. All he did was have a scuffle with um, Vision. Obviously, he tried to kill Wonder a bit, but then that didn't happen. So I just felt like it wasn't needed at all. Yeah, I think this needed to bring in the big guns, which they thought was Vision at the time, because that's what they had, mm. that he was a weapon. Everything before that, I loved of Vision. I loved seeing Paul Bettany was killing that role, man. He was enjoying himself. Mm-hmm. All those early episodes with the different errors and... He was just living it up. I was like, every before he realized there was something wrong, he was just enjoying. I love the the story progression there. Um, that line, we have to talk about that line. The best line of the whole series. What is grief but love persevering? Oh, that was a good line. That was a very good line. Top tier, man. So yeah, I loved I love Vision's arc on it. Before that whole white Vision thing, uh, the bit. The bit where he tried to leave, where he tried to leave the the hex. Yeah, that bit. And then he starts falling apart. That confused me initially. I was like, man, what is going on? Is this, you know, that whole question that was running through the whole series, is Vision real or not? Yeah. And then that happened. Yeah, that confirmed so that it was, wasn't for me. Well, I wasn't sure. I thought, all along, I thought Wanda did steal. So that was a big fake, oh, fake yeah, out. That, was the that big... she stole the vibranium and then just sort of finished, finished it off with her own magic and then combined it and then that's Vision. Voila. Mm. But no, it's completely formed out of her grief. Yeah. And he cannot leave the Hex. Neither can her kids. So that was that was unexpected because all along I did think he was made out of the, the remaining bit of vibranium. Wait. Especially when we saw... Do you remember that bit where we saw him with the hole in his head? Yeah. And his eyes were blank and the colour was drained from yeah, his body. Yeah, yeah. Well, so that he was like, she was like puppeteering him, like yeah, I thought that, mm. I thought that. So what, what what did you think about the kids though? Did you think they were real? Oh no, I mean you saw from how they grew up so fast. 
You just knew they weren't real. I, n- I never for a second thought those kids were real. Mm-hmm. I did find it, but I did think, I did wonder, would they be able to exist outside the hex? Like, would they be different from the vision magic? And I guess the answer was no. Yeah, it was no. So they're all gone. But to be honest, back to Elizabeth Olsen and the Wonder character. Does this show paint her to be a villain? Yeah, I, I wanted to. Okay, I wanted to have the discussion with you. I feel like she is definitely a villain now. She's not a bad person, but she's definitely mm. a villain because villains are the heroes of their own story. Do you remember that saying? Villains are the villains are the heroes of their own story. They do things for their own reasons. They and it, sometimes it affects other people as well. And someone has to come yeah. and stop them from any perspective. I feel like she's it's, it's scary, you know. The scariest villains are the ones you think they're right. Yeah, the ones who think they're right. Wonder thought she was right through her grief, but obviously she dealt with it. And because mm. you get some villains who they 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 quite blatantly know they're wrong, they're doing something wrong, but they enjoy that. But some villains who they can't see, for example, well, one of the biggest examples, Thanos. He was fully convinced of his own agenda and plan. Mm-hmm. He thought he was doing everyone a favor. He couldn't see what he was doing was bad at all, and look how that went. So. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm just I don't I don't think she's a bad person, but I don't think she's a hero as much anymore. I mean, she's had a step back. She's had a step back right now, so mm. I think she's just gonna be kind of her own thing in her own class. Like she's gonna be this like anti-hero kind of thing. Maybe I don't know. I prefer anti-heroes to heroes because they can do like they can do more. I feel like they have more more areas to like operate in than heroes do. Well, I think she's gonna be viewed as a villain going forward because you know and it's kind of it kind of started in civil war where she blew up the building do you remember that where she pretty much did kill innocent people yeah but that I know it was accidental it was accidental yeah but guess what else was accidental her trapping a whole village of people and forcing them to do the do her bidding yeah but now she that was a... also kind of accidental right yeah it was so... but now she now she knows who she is now she knows that she's the scarlet Wood. i fully thought that agatha was going to say uh i know what you are you're a dangerous person you're you're the scarlet witch i thought she was going to say you're a mutant i was like mm, i was i was actually expecting i really was expecting mutant when she said that but i like nah, it. it's too soon it's too soon i know, I know. Well, speaking of agnes or other Agatha Harkness. Agatha. What do you think of her? I thought she was great. Catherine Hahn owned that role for, for real, man. Oh, she owned that role. Like, that was good. Act. That was really, really solid, good acting. I liked it, especially when she revealed herself as well at the end. And it was like that whole that whole flashback episode with uh, Wanda and Agatha going back yeah. in the past. I loved like her commentary. That was a was great like, episode. It's probably probably the best episode of the series. I think that might actually be my favorite one. For the whole series, I was wondering who is this? Who is this Agnes woman? Like she just seemed different from everyone else, and she seemed to know what was going on. Yeah, because everyone else was just oblivious. Remember when she was talking to the gardener, mm-hmm. and then he kept trying to tell Vision something, and she was like, "Don't, just don't." And I was like, "All right, who is this Agnes character?" And I know there were loads of theories flying around that it could be Agatha Harkness, but I wasn't really paying attention to that. So. For this whole series, I was literally wondering, who is Agnes? And why is she always smiling? And because you saw her, that one scene in the car, where she was, she pretty much fooled Vision into thinking she had no idea what was going on. Yeah, she didn't get me with that. Um, she did not get me with no? that. No. <laughs> she started oh, she got me. After I was like, 
up until then, I thought Agatha was, well, Agnes was part of the, well, was evil. Mm-hmm. And up until then, I thought, okay, she's also a victim. I did not know up until that point that Agnes was a victim. So it was kind of shocking to find out she was Agatha Harkness Yeah. in the end, for me, personally. And how about that song, man? It was Agatha all along. I've seen some nice remixes to it that you know. Really? Like someone someone put a trap beat over it. I was like, this, <laughs> this <laughs> a trap beat. I have to hear that. Yeah, I'll send it to you after. I'll send it to you after. Yeah. It's lit. I loved it. And then Monica Rambo. What are we saying? I like the fact that they brought her into this uh, series. Like they introduced her in this because I like the way she was introduced because we got to see the flat the, the snap um like in effect coming back that was like the first time I feel like we've seen it like everyone was coming back to life after being dust like you got to see that through her eyes yeah that made that's it a, memorable that, was... that made it memorable her entrance to me yeah like, I love that scene you know that's the first time we've seen anyone being undusted yeah properly like we saw it once in a couple of times in. Spider-Man Far From Home but they kind of just appeared really quickly like, that was the first time we saw it in slow motion as in the particles yeah. realigning and that, that kind of thing so I was like damn so this is how it happened and then you saw the chaos man I love I love that scene I was talking about that with my friends like we were talking about it just like so what happens if you're like on a train and you dust so you come back and you're not on a train you're just on a train tracks in front of another train about to come and get you or if you're in an airplane and Wait, dust. I've been I've been I've been discussing that with you as well. Yeah. Remember, like if someone was in yeah, in on a plane. Yeah, on a plane. Over the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Or there's so many there's so many funny situations. Or I, some some I thought of which are a bit mad. But I won't say it. What was the one what, <laughs> what was one of them? It was like open heart surgery. What if you're in the middle of that? That one was even crazier to think about. <laughs> But I know you just return with your chest open, and the doctor who's doing it is nowhere to be seen. He's, in, he's out getting days. smashed in the pub. Oh wait, no, he can't. He's at home. He's at home. He's at home. For real, man. That's it. Honestly, I've said it before. I, I really want this. We're never gonna get it, but I'd love to see a show where you just cover all kinds of scenarios mm. where people have gone, have been dusted, and come back. You could create so many scenarios on that, but yeah, we'll never get that. But I loved Tiona Paris. She played Monica Rambo. I, I first saw her in Chirac. And won't lie, I was in love. All right? I mean, okay, yeah. I think I've seen her in something else as well, yeah. She, she... Nah, man. She she was great in Chirac. You see, she was proper talented. She was singing, rapping, dancing. And she was just a good performer on screen. So it was good to see her get her chance. Like one of her big break, if you like in the MCU and I've seen interviews of her she's proper excited to be in it she didn't even know apparently when she accepted the offer she didn't even know what role it was she just said yes and said so what role is it anyway oh uh, yeah so oh, that was and she owned that role man I don't know does she I've seen, officially have superpowers now yeah I think so because her powers are like light so so what all you have to do is pass through the hex Oh, One, don't do so that. twice? No, don't do that. <laughs> no, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Magical hex gives everyone powers. No, it can't be that simple. I, 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 I mean, that's so. how it happened, right? We don't know. Maybe that's there was an happened. activated gene in 
Monica Rambo's like DNA. She's been involved in like space stuff for ages. Maybe it's something individual. Uh, you're just making excuses again, man. I'm a guy who <laughs> likes to talk until people tell me to shut up. <laughs> I'm joking. Anyway, I do like her character, and I like Jimmy Woo coming back with the card trick in like full effect. Hey, Jimmy Woo, Jimmy Woo, and Darcy, man. This is the first time I, I liked that Jimmy Woo character. He was so annoying in Ant-Man 2. No, what the dickens? <laughs> Come on, after you said that, I was sold in Ant-Man and the Wars. Nah, a- man, Ant-Man and the Wars, he was so annoying. I like the bits where he was like, you know when he asked Scott, he's like, how'd you do it, Scott? The card trick. That was funny. No. But other bits, it was just unnecessarily annoying. So Come this was on. the first time I was like, okay... I like this Jimmy Woo character. Yeah, I he's loved, cool. I love Jimmy Woo, man. When the, for the first moment he made his first joke about Scott staying at home, he's like, do you know that Ant-Man drew on the on the walls of Captain America in Germany? I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, that was just funny to me straight away. He was trying to break down mm. the law to a child that way. I love seeing Darcy back, man. Well, I haven't seen her since was it Thor the Dark World. Which no one yeah. really remembers that well. <laughs> I love seeing Darcy back. I don't think she's going to be in future episodes or well, future MCU projects, yeah. but we'll see. I hope she does. I liked her. Most people, I don't know why some people don't seem to like Darcy. They call her annoying, but I'm like, no, the character works. And the thing is, why does she know so much about what happened in the battlefield? Do they, does everyone just talk about what happened in the War of Wakanda, for example? Because so, she somehow knew exactly what happened between Wanda and Thanos when he ripped the stone out of Vision's head yeah. like the exact details we as fans watched and she also knew what happened in the endgame battle so what does everyone just talk about it constantly I mean, and is everyone that well informed about it probably probably, probably. But it was a big event she, she was <laughs> yeah she was talking about it like she was a fan and loads of questions she was she was us at a point in that show That's so she I was like asking her. all the questions that's why I like her man mm. literally I thought it was a solid introduction to the MCU TV verse because it's been, as you said, it had been a while since we've seen anything MCU related. Um, it was very different to anything we've seen before, but they just made it work. Marvel just has that Midas touch. They can touch any genre within the MCU and just make it work. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be Iron Man type of film. It can be a Doctor Strange or a Guardians of the Galaxy. Those are all completely different types of films. You have a space adventure, you have um, sorcerers and wizards and whatnot. Yeah. And you have a grounded film like Iron Man or Captain America. And it all just works. I love how they've done it, man. Mm. But I will say this. Do you think we're missing out on something by not being able to have standalone films anymore? Because MC- I won't lie, the MCU is getting kind of crowded. And this is even before the X-Men. Because I... I don't know about you, but this is always a question for me. Whenever things like WandaVision are going on or all the other standalone films, one question I always have is, where is the where is so and so? Or where is this person? Where where is that person? And why are why are they conveniently not here so this character can have their own time in the limelight? For some characters there's literally no reason for them to not show up, apart from intentionally wanting to focus on this character. Mm-hmm. But it just lingers in my mind because I'm just thinking. Well, so why don't some characters show up in other? Yes, yeah, it's, it's 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 that. It's like why don't some characters show up? And bro, there's no budget. And we never have. 
<laughs> yeah, and then can we never have standalone films anymore in the MCU or in Mar- for Marvel at all? Of course. So, yeah. so that was Logan the last proper good one we could have. Mm, okay, I get what you mean now. Yeah, it's like, do, does everything have to be shared? Because do I always have to worry about uh, where is this person? I know we're watching a film about um, Cyclops, for example. But where is so and so? I you know? see. So you like you prefer like if it were they were separate. Like oh, no, it's not that I prefer it. Believe me, I've enjoyed the MCU very but much. I love the shared universe. That. Yeah, yeah. But where we get as much as like the films like Joker is that, is that... and the Batman and um, exactly. And I'm just wondering: yeah. is this all? Is this how it's going to be forever? No way. Because standalone be. films kind of slap. When the, when when standalone films hit, they really slap, man. Yeah, they know that. I don't know. That's one thing I always wonder. Because, again, I was what Doctor Strange. I was like, this is absolutely perfect for him to turn up in, and I know he won't do it because we're having, we're gonna have Wonder in Doctor Strange too. Fair enough. But there's so many characters in the MCU to not have any of them really turn up to this one. I mean, why didn't? Why why was there that rift between Monica Rambeau and Captain Marvel? Yeah, you'll find out. That's that's the intrigue for the future movies and series. Yeah, I guess. But it's just like you you get what I mean, innit? It's like loads of characters could easily have shown up but they conveniently conveniently go missing. And I know they've all got their own stuff to do elsewhere in the universe, but it's just conveniently missing from this storyline. You get what I mean. I just feel like as things go on I'm just gonna ask and as the MCU gets more crowded, I'm gonna ask, Man, where's this character? Where's that character? Why aren't they here? Mm, I don't really do that. I feel like it's just... It's too big. I try not to. Really, I don't intend to do it. I try not to do it, but... I feel like the movie would be different if someone just showed up like out of the blue and say, Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm part of the universe too. Oh, Thor, what are you doing in Queens? Oh, I'm part of the universe, <laughs> uh, so I can just it, squash this threat for you right now, Spider-Man. I'm like, no, come on. That's not a good story. That's not a good film. It's not good, but it's just a... Maybe it's a personal thing. Man, this territory... just lingers in my head, man. There's different territories and aspects of the world. You can't just call mm. in the big guns every time. Sometimes you want to fix it yourself. That's what the Marvel... That's true, man. That's what Marvel's all doing. But there's so many unanswered questions in WandaVision. So many... Like where did, where is White Vision now? Where's he gone? Is Agatha Harkness still? Is he trapped there? Is she? Because you know when Wanda cancelled the hex. Yeah. Does that mean she's free now? No, doesn't mean she's free. Just means that she's trapped in her an enchantment. It's separate than the hex. But when she ended the hex, everyone was out of the enchantment. Yeah, but then you didn't see Agatha like break away. Yeah, that's what that's that was an unanswered question for me. I was, I was wonder. I was hoping they would show us what happened with her in the end. Mm. For now, I'm just going to assume that she's back to Agnes, forever. Yeah. Which is kind of brutal, to be honest. I feel like she's there. She's just going to be like that supply they come to pick up before they do something like dangerous in uh, Doctor Strange too. Mm, true. Like she's true, she's true, an true. asset. She knows. She's pretty much the only knowledge. She's the only knowledgeable asset that we know about magic like she, she told she literally taught Wanda in like two episodes without really teaching her like any magic whatsoever so yeah she's gonna be important definitely did you like the the credits the ending credits they were so long man 
Oh, that every was a, episode. That, that that irked me. I that irked me so much every week. Every week it was just so long. Cause there were some episodes where they actually had post credit scenes, right? And that annoyed me because the first time there was a post credit scene, I missed it because I always just cancel the episode when I see the credits because it doesn't really <laughs> show any new information. There's a meme. There was a meme I sent you, or it might have been someone else. It was like the scene where Cap picks up uh, the hammer in. Um, no, it's this. Yeah, it's that scene where Cap picks up the hammer in Infinity in Endgame. But before you see who picks it up, oh, yeah. it goes to like one the credits. <laughs> Mate, if that ever happens, imagine oh. find out, and then COVID happens, and you have to wait till after COVID to find out who picked up the hammer. <laughs> Tell me, no one be- become a theorist after that. Be like, who could possibly picked up the hammer then? I would literally have papers up on the walls with strings linking everything. I'll become that kind of theorist. <laughs> I'm telling you now. Oh, man. Reminds me of that. It's always sunny. The gif of, like, the of Charlie just, like, mapping everything out about Pepe Sofia. <laughs> you need to watch. It's always sunny, man. It's, it's hilarious. What were we saying? Yeah. Solid introduction to the MC, MCU TV-verse, yeah. I guess. Looking forward to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. But what are you going to... How are you going to rate WandaVision? Well, this is like a TV series, so you you do kind of want to watch it at home. So I guess watch it online, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd give it... If they showed it in cinemas, I'd go. What, Stitch Together? For real. Yeah, Stitch Together. Oh, stitch Together, ooh, ooh, okay. If we're stitching it together, then I'll definitely go in the cinema. I wouldn't yeah, pay I'd definitely though. give it a cinema rating. It's, it's worth going to the big screen for. Maybe not watch it all at once, because... How long would that be? That'd be that'd be about an hour and something, right? Hour fifteen. Hour what the whole series? Hour forty-five? No, hour. How long is that gonna be? How many hours? That's gonna be a, a saga, man. That's something like five hours or something. What? No, not every episode was that long. The first two episodes were like twenty minutes, mm. and then after that it was like what thirty. But then you got the credits, so. I think it should be about under it two hours. It'll be le- it'll be Lord of the Rings type length. I I don't know, man. I think you're wrong. <laughs> we'll see. You sure? Well, yeah. I can't be asked to do the maths right now, man. <laughs> I think it's less than two hours. Yeah, I'd, I would I would go cinema for it. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd watch it in the cinema, but I wouldn't pay premium price. I'll just like just go to the cinema to watch because I've already seen it. So I'll, I'll just go to watch it in the cinema. Sweet. Okay, man. We'll be back with a season review of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I guess. We'll just do it for most of these Marvel TV series. And obviously, Black Widow, whenever they intend to release in that, that's been delayed for ridiculously long now. Yeah, I'm actually, I actually want to see this film. I'm actually looking forward to seeing it. Mm. But cool. We'll wrap it up there. And until next time, we are out. Peace.